What's going on, gang? Welcome to a brand new Tuesday episode of the show. Thank you for joining us. I'm excited to have you here. We got a lot to talk about today. Got a lot to unpack. Okay, a lot to unpack here, ladies and gentlemen. What's going on, man? I'm fucking, uh, I'm uh, just at the house. Got a nice, nice big coffee here, you know. Nice, nice big cup of coffee, and I spent all day trying to figure out if I'm autistic. <laughs> how's your fucking how's your monday going or whatever you know here's here's where this all started is uh i had a fan send me she just goes are you retarded and i was like yeah for sure um so that was my official diagnosis now i had uh, i had a fan email me this this article from uh chris rock just did like an interview with the hollywood reporter i'm excited to read it um I love when, like, a good, you know, there's a, like, you see a cover for a magazine come out and you're like, I'm going to go buy that magazine. I love doing, it happens like once a year. You know what I mean? Once a year, they're like, here's Frank Ocean's ass on the cover of GQ. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to buy that. I'm going to fucking, oh, yeah. You know? So, like, once a year, fucking something. But this is going to be my once a year. I'm going to go buy, you know, this fucking if you're subscribed to any magazines you like fucking tell me about them because you know i do like magazines i fucking do i i almost want to sign up for a fucking newspaper like i think newspapers are just cool you know what i mean like you ever go to the deli or like the bodega and they got that like new york times sitting on the fucking counter like today's issue and you're like that would be fucking cool to get that every single day you know what i mean but the problem with reading a newspaper is you can't do it without having like four thousand square feet <laughs> you know what I mean? To fucking unroll that got it looks like a treasure map from a kid's cartoon. Just fucking break that thing out. Who holds a fucking newspaper? It's like you're now holding a wall. You know what I mean? You're fucking holding a wall. It's like you're holding a gigantic floor tile. And you're just like, oh, interesting. The the stats are going up. Huh. What an impractical way to read. But anyways. Uh, but and here's and I don't want to I don't think I should fucking pay the New York Times for an online membership. I just don't. I I just don't think that makes any fucking sense. Like, I think you should pay for like, you know, music you like or fucking art you like or a podcast hosted by a funny comedian in New York that you like. You should fucking, you should support those things. You know what I mean? You should buy a fucking hoodie. But, you know, I, I for some reason, I just don't think I should have to pay to see the news. I don't know. Am I? I don't know if I may. I could maybe be flipped on that, but I just think that's a little fucking stupid. You know what I mean? To go every time you go to you click on a New York Times article, it's like, would you like to join? It's only a dollar a day. Would you like to? It's like it's like dealing with a fucking crackhead. Every time you hit that article, ah, can you please join? It's a dollar a day. You, you're gonna have ac- right now. You have access to two articles a week. If if you join, I'll give you five articles. It's just fucking. You know what I mean? Why are they doing it and other fucking news sources aren't doing it? It's interesting. Um, That's why I only use fucking Fox News, bro. That's why the fuck it's fucking free, man. My fucking mind is free, man. And that's what the, you know, it's look, it's not better anywhere. I hope that you have to just pay for all news at some point and then I'm just not going to have news. That would be nice. But anyways, 
was reading this Chris Rock article, and uh, he talks about how he found out. Why am I speaking like a fucking Canadian accent right now? So he found out. Um, he found out. There we go. Put a little fucking English on that. Um, that he's got. He, he's, he's got this learning disability called NVLD, nonverbal learning disability. And he said he's been going to like therapy for like 42 hours a day to like fucking figure this out. He's like, I thought, you know, the problem was just other people. I thought it was about, you know, was, I was having problems because I was famous. He's like, turns out it's me. So he's been, he out of curiosity, I, I started looking up this fucking, uh, you know, disability or disorder, whatever you want to call it. Uh, because the person who said it to me was like, do all comedians have this? And when I, when I was reading it, I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, did. Did I have a fucking learning disability? You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm pulling up this article right now because so many of the fucking... Like, when I look back at my childhood, right? It's crazy. Like, you would... I would never think... You know what I mean? Like, oh, I, I was actually disabled. You know what I mean? It, because I to me, I'm like, I was just a fucking lazy, shitty kid that was depressed and had a, a hard time... Uh, you know, liking certain people. I don't know. Like, I was a very smart kid, but basically all the fucking symptoms of this thing is like, you can't focus, you can't do math, like, you got strong vocabulary and language, but like, you, you, you know, you have trouble maintaining friendships. I'm like, yeah, that's like fucking, that's me. That's fucking me, dude. You know, and I always just chalked it up to being like, yeah, I never fucking, you know, I'd fuck this shit. Like, I would, I'd be sitting in a class, and the teacher would be like, do that. And I'm just like, no, I'm not fucking doing it. Why? Because you said so, lady? Just because you said so, you know? I think when a kid starts watching porn at, like, fucking seven years old, it's hard to tell that kid to start doing homework. You know what I mean? Because it's like, no, I know there's real shit going on. I know there's fucking... It's like, I know I know you're having sex, lady. You want me to fucking do this? Pro- I, lady, come on. You know, I'm not just going to scramble with a fucking number two pencil to do this math problem when I know you got a hairy beaver under there. <laughs> that's, so, that's so stupid. Um, but, you know, I just like I was I was over it. What I'm saying is I was over it. That's what the fuck I'm saying. You know what I mean? I was just oh, I just by the time I hit like sixth, seventh grade, I just stopped doing homework, classwork, all that shit. I just wouldn't do it. I would fucking hide my phone and just be on the internet. You know what I mean? Reading shit and, you know, and that was it. I, or sleeping. I didn't care. But still, a lot of my teachers loved me. The smart ones loved me because they knew, you know, they're like, oh, like I had some fucking amazing te- teachers really make a difference. I had some amazing teachers that I'm still like Facebook friends with. You know what I mean? We still fucking send nudes to one another. It's like you call it inappropriate. I call it education. <laughs> But no, I, I mean, like, I had some fucking amazing teachers who, like, understood me. Like, I, I remember my English teacher. I, I, I loved th- this woman. She's so uh, intelligent and understanding. And, like, I was, like, a devout atheist as a kid. And I remember being shocked when she told me she was religious because she was, like, this, you know, Boston liberal. And I was like, what? Why are you religious? You're smart. And she was, you know, she explained to me. She's like, there's just more, there's, you know, I just, I like it. It, it gives me a sense of... You know, it just gives me community and, and all. she and she wouldn't really give me her reasons, but 
little things like that just made me kind of question even my own shit as a kid. But when I told her that I was like, I think I know what I'm going to do. I was like, I'm going to move to New York and do comedy. She almost jumped out of her chair. She was like, yeah, you need to do that. She's like, that's it. You should do that. You know, and that's the kind of people you need in your life. That's like, it's important that if you don't fit into the mold, you know what I mean? Because there's, I don't think there's any reality that exists that I wouldn't have, you know, I'm sure I could have made money in, an, in another career, but I would have, you know, there's just no reality I would have been able to sustain that either emotionally or whatever. Like, I'm just not, you know, I, I just can't wake up at 9 a.m. and just fuck it. I'm just not one of those people. But anyways, um, I was like looking at this guy's fucking, uh, like, you know, what Chris Rock said his symptoms were. I was like, I think I have all that shit, you know? And now it's also like, I think there's something exciting about being like, hey, maybe I fucking had something. And and I don't really care. You know what I mean? I don't really care. But but it would explain some of my own fucking thing. You know, I was a very anxious kid. I had like a, a serious anxiety disorder that I it had knew nothing about until like fucking a year ago. I just thought this is what life feels like. It's like you're on a turbulent airplane at all times. You know what I mean? And then I got a little bit older. Once like that fucking bubbled up, I was like, oh shit, it's time to read about this fucking anxiety thing. <laughs> you know? I was like, oh, everybody just doesn't feel like palpable fear at all times. It's not all of you. But that was like my, you know, that was my childhood. It was I was just a, uh, I was very, I was in a lot of fear as a kid. But yeah, I don't know. It's interesting to look back at your fucking childhood and be like, maybe I had like a, you know, maybe I had a fucking problem. Maybe my personality type just like doesn't work with this conventional stuff. Maybe it's not because I was look, and I am kind of lazy, but maybe it's also because, you know, but I don't know. I really have no fucking idea. I want to, I want to pull up these, uh, these symptoms. I'm looking for this. Um, we can go through it. We can see if we can diagnose me. I might have just been watching too much love on the spectrum. Like that might just be, you know what I mean? And I'm just like, oh, I want to fucking, I want to be on Netflix. <laughs> That's my way in. I email Netflix. I'm like, hello, I'm disabled. I'd like to be on your show now, please. Um, okay, here it is. Here it is. You get nonverbal. I know I'm all over the fucking place today, but um, nonverbal learning disorder. As he's come to understand it, he has tremendous difficulty with nonverbal signs, which uh, he goes, I understand all the words. Um Let's see. I'm trying to think. Where, where does he fucking describe? This is like a different article. Um, yeah, he says, by the way, all these things that are, gr- are, are great for writing jokes are just not great for one-on-one relationships. Um, he goes, I'd always just chalk it up to being famous. Anytime someone would respond to me in a negative way, I think, whatever, they're responding to something that has to do with who they think I am. Now I'm realizing it was me. A lot of it was me. Well, see... And, and lately, especially in the last two weeks, I've I've been going through like some very similar shit of I've been realizing my own faults. I'm always quick to call people out for when they fuck up because I always hold people to like a perfect standard, but I don't do it nearly enough to myself in terms of like my own behavior towards people. You know what I mean? So and I don't want to be that way. I don't like I want to be, you know, what I mean, like. I want to be a good force. I want to be a good energy. I want to move like I don't I don't I feel like I don't do things ever against my morals, but I also feel like I could be much nicer to people. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of it's very funny to not be nice to people. It's funny. But 
you know, if there's a fucking joke behind it. But a lot of people, you know, Corinne Fisher fucking put it so beautifully the other day. We were talking about somebody and she goes, some people just think that being rude is funny. You know what I mean? Like without any fucking jokes behind it. And I, that's definitely like a new fucking brand that's popped up. And, it, it you know, it's very annoying. But um, what the fuck was I talking about? Oh, but yeah, I'm, I've been like trying to take a, you know, take a accountability for the way I fucking behave in my own personal relationships and, and, and not do that. You know, just, I, I think that's important. Like I, I sent uh, I was in a big fight with my brother recently and, um, you know, it took me a few days to put my fucking ego aside, you know, of just that like, you know? And instead be like, no, what about me? Like, what the fuck? Like, if I look back, I'm sure I wasn't, you know, being the best brother for the last couple of years. You know what I mean? Like, I was talking to my mom about this shit. And, you know, instead of when you're in a fight with somebody, I feel like the reflex is usually, but they did that and they did this. And, you know, and that's not and and uh, like that's like the fucking you know when you're in a fight, you're looking for what the other person fucked up on. But I think my new trick is when I'm in a fight. I'm going to look at me and go, okay, what are, I got to be honest with myself. What did I fuck up on? What did I do wrong? And I was talking to my mom about this and I was like, no, if, if I look back at the last two years, like, yeah, I'd probably fucking, you know, be unhappy with me too if I was him. So, you know, I fucking, I wrote all this shit down, sent it over. And, and when you, and when you do that, don't send it to them with like, hey, I'm taking responsibility from my end of when things got fucked up for what i did wrong you know what i mean and instead focus on it like you know here's what like okay the reason you don't want to do that is because you don't want it to sound like you're you're asking them to admit where they fucked up like it's like no if you like truly come forward and take some responsibility just for you and you don't even focus on the other person i think the other person will instinctively be like, yeah, you know what, I, I'm, I, I forgive you, but I, you know, I did something, you know, I did some things too. That's my bad. I think that's what it, like. It's very um, endearing, I think. But, but to see somebody really humble themselves to the point of just being like, look, like I don't even care about what you did wrong. I just know I'm not performing at the standard I should be performing at, and and I apologize for that. Um, but yeah, man, it's just like I look at so many fucking business relationships and like friendships that i've had and i i've i had like it feels like when i you know when i was younger i'd have like a, a reflex to implode them and be like okay this isn't working for me or this person did usually what would happen is i would feel like this person did this to me and i'd feel very upset and hurt by it and i'd be like i wouldn't do that to them and then i would just be like you know what then fuck this i don't need to be friends with them and then i would just implode the entire relationship but now what I'm realizing is like, no, you can have different kinds of friends. You can have the friend who fucking once a month you grab a beer with. You can have the, you know, you can have your best friends. You don't need to treat like, but, but the problem with my brain is everything is all or nothing. Always. Which is also a symptom of this shit. But everything is fucking all or nothing at all times. Like I, I've had so many exes tell me that like I, I'm either all in or I'm not. It's hard for me to fucking be in between. But I'm learning to. You know what I mean? I'm fucking learning to. I'm learning to just go, okay, let's just let this be what it is. That's like one of the best dating things I've realized is 
let things breathe. Don't go fucking frantically rushing in and trying to define this and put a label on it. And, you know, let fucking nine months pass and see, see what's what. It's okay. You know what I mean? Just slow down. It doesn't all have to be fucking immediately. Right this second. Boom. I need, you know. Um, and then there was, there was another. The other thing was. Um, fuck. What was it? Aside from being like super all or nothing. Like that I'm trying to fix and just, you know, learn. You, you can put different people in different boxes. Like Erica Spirit talked to me about this once. Just like her mom told her, like when you're mad at a friend, just remember like, hey, that maybe that's not supposed to be your best friend. Maybe that's just a friend you hang out with every once in a while. And I think that's what the fuck it is. You know what I mean? And the problem is to me, I think I try to make all of my friends my best friends. I'm like, oh, if you're a friend of me, you know, you got to be in the fucking circle, dude. You got you got to be at the, you got to be at the birthday dinner. I mean, we just did a podcast together. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's what I'm trying to step away from is trying to pull people into this all or nothing thing and instead just fucking let you know, let the fucking natural waves and water that is life just be what it is. You know what I mean? I also realized how much of a fucking addictive personality I have. Yeah, it's all addictions with me. Like, that's why I've deleted like fucking dating apps. I've deleted like Snapchat, all that bullshit. Just fucking because you get my brain gets into patterns and just like starts fucking, you know, like it it just gets super whatever thing I'm doing. If I'm enjoying, I get very addicted to that thing. So like, that's why I'm trying to replace that shit with health. And what's interesting, though, is I don't have that for drinking. For some reason, I think it's because drinking like doesn't make my body feel great that I just can't like I just can't make that a fucking real habit. Like if I have a, a heavy drinking day, the second day, like I can't put a fucking drink to my lip. I just can't. My body's like, no, don't fucking do it. Like my brain hurts. Um, so I'm very lucky that way. But like I realized, like since I've, I've gone to the gym like five days last week, and you know, right after I record this, I'm gonna be back at the at the fucking gym. I, I just love it. It's like my new feels like my new fucking religion. I think the the key to me, like the reason I like the gym for the first time in my life now is for one, um, I'm just at a nice gym. It's just fucking nice, you know? I joined the Equinox and I you feel good being there. You just, that's it. And to me, I think that's a big thing. It's just like the way my brain works, I just need a place where I like feel comfortable and fucking, you know, and, and where I don't feel... You know, I just need a place where I just feel fucking like I can breathe and, and, and be in. So I joined the fucking gym and I've been loving going. By the way, I'm by far the most disgusting human at Equinox. Like it's not even close. Like there's not a human that looks like me at Equinox. I mean, people think they're like, what the fuck? You know, are they letting the fu-? like the janitors look better than me at Equinox. You understand? Like they're in fucking better shape. You know, they look at me just like, ugh. It's just like that's, and I'm pulling it together. I'm going, I'm working out fucking five days a week. I'm coming in hot, but still, you know, I mean, I'm not the fucking best looking guy at Equinox. I'll tell you that. But I've been, this is like now my new addiction is going to the fucking gym. And what the addiction I'm hoping to replace is fucking just eating emotionally all the fucking time, being lazy as hell. You know what I mean? Like, I just know whenever I feel sad or down or trying to control the the anxiety or the chaos, I'm just stuffing my face. I'm not even hungry. I'm just fucking jamming pieces of bread into my face. 
You know what I mean? So, and I realize, like, now that I'm, you know, I'm drinking a little fucking protein, bro, going to the fucking gym, going to get fucking swole, bro. Feel my fucking, dude, feel how fucking hard my dick is right now, bro. That's the Equinox, bro. That's the fuck, that's what it is. So, I'm trying to replace all that shit with just fucking healthy patterns. That's why I deleted, like, fucking Snapchat and all that shit. I used to spend so much time sexting. You know, like just all and for, you know, I just can't. I just can't anymore. I just can't fucking spend all like fucking an hour a day. You know, I'm over exaggerating, but you know what I mean? Like, I just I need to fucking focus that instead into a healthy relationship and and just let that be what it is. So that's where I'm at. I know I'm fucking scrambling all over. Look, you you think you fucking feel disoriented with all this shit. Imagine how I feel. This has been the last fucking two months of my life. (laughs) But things are good. Things are good. I was uh, Jeff Bezos just called. That was fun. That was fun. Jeff Bezos, CEO of Amazon, gave me a a ring. He's like, hey, bud. I just called a big fan of the show. I was like, listen, Jeff. I don't really have a lot of time to be dilly-dallying on the phone anymore, okay? If you would have caught me a couple months ago, I would have, uh, you know, I would have been happy to recommend you a fucking a guy who shaves your head or whatever, whatever you need. But right now, I'm a little busy, Jeff. Thanks. Thanks for understanding. Um, I was a little rude. I was a little rude. But, you know, I do. I'm supporting the website. That's what matters. Um, speaking of which fucking you might have already noticed new hoodies are out folks new fucking hoodies are out i got mine sitting right here beside me i'm about to wear it when i go hit the fucking gym i love this thing this is the best i think it's this and the new shirts by far these are the best pieces the best pieces of merch we've made it's definitely the quality is definitely stepped up so grab a fucking hoodie dude it's black hoodie season that's we're living that black hoodie lifestyle just fucking grab one online it gets sent to you quick made right here in new york city um so peep that go go so i think they're like 45 bucks i could have made them more people i could have made them more but i didn't i fucking did it all right um <laughs> but yeah grab a hoodie grab a tea and of course support the patreon at patreon.com slash love fur you can actually connect the once you sign up you can connect your code to just immediately download the episodes to your spotify or itunes however you listen um, but you can also comment on the episodes there. You can like them. There's a new bonus episode there every single Friday. So check it out. You know, check out the Patreon, support the show. You can either pay five, ten, or twenty-five bucks to support the show. So shout out to fucking everybody that's been supporting the show. Um I I was gonna uh, read all the Patreon members here, but I don't you know, some people like don't want their fucking their name shouted out. So I um I'm going to set up a, a, a poll on, on the Patreon itself of who wants to get shouted out so I can do that. Um, it'll probably be next week. But yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm trying to fucking be productive. I'm trying to figure out if I'm autistic. That's my that's my life now. I, I'm moving in a fucking week, you know, and uh, that's pretty much what's shaking, you know. I got some uh, I got some last minute Instagram questions that I wanted to go over here that you guys sent in. I might start doing this every week. I think every week we'll start doing like a little, what are your Instagram questions that we can go over? Um, just as like quick ones. And also, if you have an email, send it into the show 
at thelevfirstshow at gmail.com. We'd love to go over it. We'd fucking love to go over it. You got a situation? Let's fucking talk about it, man. You already know what's what. You know what it is. You know? We got an email on, on there, too. We're going to fucking go over it. Actually, let's do that right now. We'll do the Instagram questions after. Let's do this email. This one's called No Subject. Very creative guy. Very creative guy. So You know what I've noticed? It's a lot more men sending in emails, which is interesting. That is it. Guys, we, the, the show needs more male fans. You know what I mean? My fucking Instagram is 90% women. I can't just be creeping and looking at tits all day. All right? Send me some cock. Show your boyfriends the show. Show somebody you like the fucking show. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, share the show. Put it on your story. This one's called, hey, man, love the pod. Been listening for a while. Um, been to one of the live pods in D.C. Was a good time. Just wanting some of your usually decent advice and insight. Fuck yeah, dude. That D.C. show was a lot of fun. That was a fun show. Um, I loved that show. I brought Colm Turrell down. We had a great time. It was a hoot and a half. Um, so about four months ago, me and my girlfriend of five years broke up. Okay, four months ago, we ended up on we ended up on good terms. Um, neither of us was really happy, mainly because I work a lot and never have time off, which is my own fault. But we'd argue kind of often, but not a lot, and we had a mostly really good relationship with a lot of passion. But we started dating when we were fifteen. Um, and now we're 21 and I feel like we probably need to be single as adults and whatnot. So basically I've hooked up with a few random chicks, nothing really worth mentioning, kind of started seeing one girl more frequently, but about a week ago I met up with my ex for the first time since we broke up and things escalated and we got a hotel room and fucked a few times and the sex was so fucking good. Doesn't even compare to anything I've had in the last four months and I feel like I want to be back with her or maybe at least see her, but she is reluctant because she thinks it will just fuck us up, fuck up us being single and we will get feelings, but I still love her and I feel like I'd rather only see her over any of this random pussy or even this new girl. What do you think I should do? Should I just forget about my ex? She's actually a really fucking great person and is super hot. Not that I could give a fuck about how she looked. Of course you do. Don't lie to yourself. I just want to be with someone who makes me happy and pushes me and all that cheesy shit. I won't bore you. Okay, so you guys broke up four months ago, which, you know, you dated for five years. You're not, you're not fucking over it in the first place. Like, this is what happens. When guys break up, we immediately start fucking a ton of chicks. And then the, this huge feeling of loneliness just drops on us like a fucking anvil. You know what I mean? And and then we're like, oh, shit, I think maybe I was better off in a relationship. She, I loved her. She loved me. She wanted me, you know, she pushed me to be, you know, to try to be better, you know, et cetera. Like that, you, you start missing that. So let's look at let's look at the reasons you guys broke up first. You said mainly it's because you work a lot. Now, what I've heard, well, you know, usually, I mean, this would probably apply to older people is that. A sign of being a workaholic is that you're in a bad relationship, but you're you're at a fucking young age where you should be working a lot, man. So I, I'm not going to apply that here. Um, but you said we would argue kind of often. Um, we had a mostly really good relationship, but you guys just kind of felt like you're better off single. That's what it sounds like. And I've had I've had a very similar relationship before of. Um, you know, I think that the, the, the number one thing you kind of have to accept, though, is like you're not over this yet, dude. 
Like they say it takes like half the the length of a relationship to get over it. So you're not going to be, you're still, of course, like, you know what I mean? You're still going to miss like your fucking homie. That's who your girl is. She's your homie. You're going to, you're going to miss her. So you kind of have to accept it. Yeah, maybe I'm not over this. And of course, the sex is going to be so much better. Of course it is. You guys know each other. There's so much heartbreak and love and passion there. You know what I mean? That all makes for like um, rich, rich sex. Very rarely is like a one night stand great sex. You know what I mean? Like I'm fucking good at sex. Even when I have a one night stand, I'm like, man, I I kind of hated that a little bit. Not not the sex itself, but just the 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 after, the feelings after of like the second you come, you're just like, was that even worth the time? I just like fuck some some stranger like. You know what I mean? She clearly wants to stick around. She wants to sleep over. I kind of want the bed to myself. These are, you know, you just, it's all just, it doesn't come from a fucking awesome place. You know what I mean? So, of course, it's 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 not even going to be close, man. It's going to be so much better, you know, but I do think that's not a good reason to be in a relationship. I think what you need to do, honestly... You know, you guys are both fucking 21, man. What you guys need to do is you need to let yourselves get over one another. You need to go, you know, you're you're spending all this time arguing and shit. Like, dude, if you're anything like me, you're not, you know, I'm in the, for the first time in my life, I'm in an, I'm in an affair where I'm not arguing. In my life, bro. Like every fucking relationship I had before was arguments. It was arguments and fights. And that's not a knock on them. It's a knock on me. You understand? Like, sure, girls that I would date would start a lot of fucking, you know, just random stupid problems a lot. And and granted, it was very hard to date me at the time. I was very s- swept up in my own bullshit. Like, to, I was fucking, you know, I spent all day on my Instagram going through my fucking DMs. You know, you get caught up in all that dumb shit. It's like... You, you got it takes a little while for a for a, a guy to kind of grow up a little bit and mature a little bit you know what i mean like it takes us a minute we're kind of fucking stupid we're kind of dumb so dude you're you're fucking 21 man and you know based on the punctuation in this email like you you know we we you need some time to be alone and fucking grow on your own <laughs> Why am I, I don't know why I'm shitting on you. I'm just fucking around. But no, for real. Like, dude, dude, you guys both need to give yourselves fucking eight months where you're not fucking and you're not talking just so you you can get out. You know what I mean? Because here's the thing. You're not going to feel, you're always going to feel like your ex is your best option until you truly get excited about somebody else. That's what it was for me. And, and, you know, until you truly get excited for somebody else and then you realize, oh, fuck, it is possible, you know? It is possible to get excited about somebody else. It might not feel exactly the same, but it's different and that's okay too. So it's like, you know, that's what's going to kind of crack it in your head for you. And you got to go through all this shit, man. You should have a little time where you fuck around and you be casual and, you you, you know, you, you, you start to see the downsides of that. You see the upsides of it. You see the downsides of it. Like, you need, to, you need to be in all these situations to get these fucking perspectives, man. Like, I think that's important. And the best thing you can do is fucking talk to older people who are in relationships who aren't and ask them 
what it's like for them, what it is in there. Get as much, just mine as much wisdom as you can from people. Ask them shit. You know what I mean? And, you, you know, you say you still love her, and dude, you should. You fucking should, man. You were, you were in a young love. You've, you've dated since you were 15. You should love her. It's like, I was talking to somebody the other day, and she asked me, she's like, how are you still, f- like, friends with, like, your exes? Like, I'm, because, you know, I'm still on very good terms with a few exes, and it's because, like, yeah, I still love this person. You know what I mean? I have friends that I, just girls that I've just dated for two weeks that, like, I love this part. Like we're we're friends. You know what I mean? Like I we hang out. You know we understand each other. We get along. I I like this part. I have I have a love for them. You know what I mean? So it, of course you're gonna fucking have that. Nobody's gonna expect you not to. And uh, you know you're saying she's a great person. She's super hot. Of course she is. That's why you fucking dated her, dude. So, but what I do and and here's the truth, man. Is uh, if it's supposed to work out, it fucking will. It really will. Like, if, you know, if you guys are both single and on your own for three, four years, and then you decide, you know, you kind of just keep coming back to one another, then, you know, then you'll know. And then at least you'll come back to each other like fucking older, bro. Like where you where you're maybe are, you're going to have gone through a couple of shitty relationships by then. And then you're not going to be arguing as much. You're going to be appreciating the things you guys can work on together. A lot of a lot of this shit is just age. It really is. A lot of this shit is just fucking age. It's just getting to a place where you can sustain and fucking, you know, and work with somebody in a relationship. It's not an easy thing to do. It's a very fucking difficult thing to do. Like the thing I'm facing right now is getting into a relationship. The pressure of that, the mental pressure of being like, okay, now it's fucking for real. Now you know, there's a scoreboard. Now we're counting. That's the thing I'm tr- I'm thinking through right now and trying figuring out. But my advice to you, man, don't fuck. Just be single. Just have that love in your heart for her and just kind of take, dude, be 21. Just fucking be 21 for a little while and, and, and grow up. So that way you can look up at 24, 25 and be like, okay, fuck. All right. I think, I think maybe, maybe I can give that a shot now. That's my advice. I mean, ultimately, you're gonna fucking with situations like this. You're gonna you're gonna follow you're gonna follow impulses, um, and you might learn the same lessons I did. Maybe that's gonna be you know maybe that's gonna be what happens. But I, I don't recommend fuck. At least you already got the fucking hotel fuck story out of it. You know? Do you need Do you need more? And 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 just one thing. Just don't expect random pussy to be awesome. Random pussy's awesome when you're like. You have not had random pussy in a long time. That's when it's fucking exciting. You know, I'm like, I don't even care about pussy anymore. Like, I, I just want to see, like, I want to see you just take your tits out for a second and maybe make out with me. And then we can just get back to the party. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's what it is. Um, let's do these fucking last minute Insta questions real quick. This one is from Taylor. Visiting a guy I've never met before. Weird or sexy to send lingerie to his place in advance? You're visiting a guy you never met. Okay, I don't. If you're like fucking moving in with somebody for a weekend and you never met them, I think that's just insane. Um, if you are doing that, if you're there for a few days, I think sending lingerie to their place is not the worst idea. I think it's fine. 
I think it's interesting. I think like, you know, they might be like, huh. But I don't think there's anything more than a huh from him if if it's negative. Um, if you're there for a fucking night, then... Uh, but see, even then, I don't think I would be like fucking... You know, I, when I first read this earlier, I thought it was a little weird. Now that I think about it, like, you know, you just seem like you, you're prepared. <laughs> I don't think it's weird. I think it could be a sexy move. I think if you want to send lingerie, it, like, be you. If you are the type of chick... Who's hanging out with a dude you never known, and you fucking send lingerie? Like, if it's just his house, and you're in, you're going on a date. Yeah, that's a little out of line. You know what I mean? Don't be fucking sending me packages. If it's, you know, if it's like some kind of you guys have a, you know, are having a sex retreat, and you want to send some lingerie there, then that's different. That's a different story. Go for it. Um, to send it to his place in advance. I don't know. Like personally, if I were you, I probably wouldn't do it. I probably wouldn't do it. You know, that's just my personality. But you're you. You know, maybe maybe you're you and this is the kind of guy who's like, "Oh, I fucking love that." So follow your that's just one of those you got to just follow your impulse on it. I don't think it'll be the end of the world, you know what I mean? But it's like imagine if you don't meet up or the date falls through or some shit. Now this guy's wearing your lingerie around the house. You want that? You spent you spent good money on that, babe. You really you know, is that a picture you want to paint for yourself? Um, this one's from Sarah. What is your stance on kissing a girl after you come in her mouth, swallow and or spit? That's the only time I will kiss a girl. I need to be tasting my load. Do you understand? If I'm if I'm kissing you, and I'm not tasting cum. Oh, it's all, it's fucking over. You know what I mean? Like, I, no, um, I think you got to be a gentleman. I think if a girl just swallowed your cum, I mean, I would look, I probably wouldn't go for it. Like, I think the rule is you just shouldn't be able to see the cum. I think that's the rule. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not going to go in for the kiss when, when your whole just lower half of your face is just glazed and cum. I'm not just going to play that off. Like, it's like, no, no, it's fucking great job, babe. It was fine. That was, that was nice. No. You know, you come, you give her a big bottle of water or whatever, you know, you let her hydrate, you let her fucking get that taste out of her mouth, and then you go back to doing what it is. I probably, you know, I probably won't do a lot of tongue kissing after that, but for sure, for sure, I'll give you a, a kiss like a gentleman, a nice little sensual something. Um... But honestly, like, it's not a big fucking deal. Who cares? You know what I mean? Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? Um, this one is, how do you balance playing hard to get without being an asshole? From Kennedy. From President John F. Kennedy. Jesus. Buddy, you got bigger problems. Um, no, how do you balance playing hard to get without being an asshole? Just don't be a fucking asshole. Just don't be an asshole. Like, if you're, like, do your things. Of, I think an emoji goes a long way here, too. Like, a fucking smirk face. Or something like that. You guys, use that smirk face, man. It's going to make your life a lot easier. You know? I think you can gate. Like, I, I hate it when a girl's, like, being overly hard to get. Or just being, like, a dick, you know? I hate that shit. I'm like, oh, maybe if you're lucky, I'll let you. It's like, dude, how fucking old are we? You know what I mean? Just, like, keep it Just keep it light. Keep it fun. I You know, I've just had too much of that in my life. 
Like, and if a, oh, oh, so you, you, you know, like, I just, I don't want any, like, I don't need that. Um, just keep it light. This one's, would it be weird if I asked a guy I'm very casually fucking to a comedy show with me? This is from a Patreon. This is from Alex. Shout out, Alex. Um, no, I don't think that's weird at all. Dude, support fucking live comedy. Go to com- I'm in favor of you going to a comedy show no matter what. I don't care what the fucking content. You could bring your dead mom. I don't care. Just bring her. We'll pull up a chair. Um, I mean, your question being like, can you should you invite very casual shit? No, just go fucking go to a show. Who gives a shit? Fucking have a good time together. And speaking of which, I'm in fucking Tampa on October 7th, folks. I'm in Tampa, Florida, October 7th. I'm fucking excited. Uh, you can get tickets at levfer.com. Go to the shows tab. Get your tickets. Bring the crew out. If you're And if you got tickets, fucking tag me on Instagram. I'll repost you. I'm ex- so fucking excited to go do a headlining set again, man. I'm like writing out my, my material. That, a lot of new shit. A lot of new stuff I'm working out. So I'm really fucking excited to do that show, man. It's been so long since I got to do like 45 minutes on stage. But come out. Come out to fucking Tampa. Invite the crew. Um, how to avoid the happy medium of giving app dudes a chance while also avoiding weirdos. Hmm. That's, that's interesting because I'm so like direct and forward with when, like when I was on dating apps that I feel like, and you can't hear people's tone and you can't hear the way people are in real life. And I, you know, I think that's a big problem with just only talking to people through fucking messaging and text. That's why I, I don't do it. Um, yeah, I don't know. You gotta. I think you just gotta trust your your intuition on that kind of shit. Of like, all right, do I think this guy's fucking weird? And if you do, you know, maybe also hit the FaceTime guys. Fucking hit that FaceTime call. I think that 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 that's a key move. You can kind of see how people just fucking surprise them with a FaceTime. Go, what's up? Who are you? What's your story? What do you do? And don't just don't just FaceTime somebody and then be silent. Like, come ask a couple questions. You know what I mean? Um. This was from Kit. Navigating first dates in COVID world. Hug slash no hug. Asking their vibe on distancing, etc. Um, I mean, look, I already had fucking COVID, so I'm I'm definitely biased here. If I'm going to meet somebody on a date right now, I wonder. I think I would hug. Yeah, I think I would just say fuck it. You know what I mean? I think you, you just have that awkward little moment of like, are we fist bumping? Are we hugging? What are we doing? I'm like a hug, kiss on the cheek kind of guy. I'm Russian. You know, that's how we do. It's a little fucking culture when we say hello. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, just, just kind of gauge it in that microsecond. Don't, it's not something you need to worry about. It's not something you need to overthink. If, if you hug a guy and he like freaks the fuck out, you know what I mean? Probably not the guy for you. Um, and this one, we'll do this as the last one. How do you tell if a guy is being nice versus hitting on you? Is his cock out, Danielle? Is his foot now? Um, I'm fucking around. Uh, how do you tell if a guy's being nice versus hitting on you? You know, you could, you could, you could just go. Are you hitting on me? Just ask him that. Yeah, that's like a a, a fucking trick move that you could use at all times. If you don't know if a guy is hitting on you, just with a smile say, "Are you hitting on me right now?" Then, and you're you're gonna know. You're gonna fucking know. He's put it on him. Man, the shit I come up with off the top of my head. It's fuck, you know what I mean? This is why we're here, folks. This is why we're fucking here. 
buying into my own hype again. So share the fucking pod. I love you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part of the show. Join the Patreon. New episodes every single Friday. We just posted one up the other day as a solo episode. And send in your emails. Buy a hoodie. Do everything you can. And I love you guys, man. I fucking love you. I appreciate you being here for this little honesty hour. And um, I will see you guys on the Friday episode. I'll be bringing a guest onto the Patreon. Love you. Cheers. Bye. dark darlings hopefully you've been enjoying our latest videos we're a small crew here at something scary so we have to make sure that the work that goes into our episodes gets done in order and on schedule so that's why i want to tell you about our sponsor monday.com monday.com is an online teamwork platform that keeps your team connected from anywhere i really enjoy the visual ease of using monday.com it helps banish the demons of confusing email chains or who's doing what and by when. It helps make sure everyone is aligned and on the same page. One of the things that I enjoy the most about Monday.com is that it's customizable. So it feels like it could fit any type of collaboration or industry. Build confidence within your team and reach every goal with ease. Visit Monday.com to start your free two-week trial.